Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. We put this time aside every Monday morning. He's a great guest, the editor of the National Review. You see his stuff syndicated in the New York Post quite a bit. Political NBC contributor. He's done it all. And it's our dear friend, Rich Lowry. Rich, good Monday morning. How are you, buddy? Hey, Rich. Hey, good. Your Rangers going to get it done? Don't worry about the guy. You, you, you just heard me curse out Joe Nolan. You want to start the, the conversation this way? <laughs> I, I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't uh, you know, slamming you or, 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 you know, quoting back the score to you or anything. I was just asking an innocent question. Yeah, no, it didn't go well on Saturday to answer your question. Okay, <laughs> wise guy, we'll see what happens tonight. <laughs> but let, let's just... <laughs> I, I was a little over-enthusiastic with Joe Nolan. I apologize. You're right, Rich. Uh, but That's let's discuss right. you know, something. But the NHL is amazing, the, the score. This year, like these playoff games, have you ever seen these play? You know, seven to four. My Caps won six to one, and then the night, night before, lost five to one. No, you know, you're right. Spoilers, the, you're right. On the board. You're right. Usually the goaltending this time of year. That's why the people thought the Rangers had a great shot because of Shesterkin, who was awful last game. But you're right. Usually playoffs are two to one, triple overtime. Uh, this year, for some reason, which to your point, the scoring and the offense has been winning playoff games, and that is something we very rarely see. Come Stanley Cup, you're a thousand percent. Amazing. Right. The Ranger game, the Ranger Penguin game was four four after two before something happened in the third period. You know, you. you <laughs> okay, uh, Bernie, you can do the rest of this conversation yourself, okay? You know, I, I, I smell, I smell uh, some evil coming out of uh, the normally civil Rich oh my Lowry. God, what? Is, I am actually shocked. I know. I thought you liked me. We had Greek food together. Uh, we, uh, you prodded me into it. You prodded me into it. <laughs> I did nothing wow. of the sort. I cursed out Joe Nolan. You came on ready to kill me. Uh, you uh, are funny, Rich. rich. Amazing. We can all agree on that, right? Yes. We all agree on rich, yes. Right. Yes. Uh, listen, Roe versus Wade. <laughs> Got to get your opinion on that uh just everything going on the whole thing i'm not even going to set it up roe versus wade your thoughts it's it's shocking it's shameful it's a it's a breach of trust of the court the court will never operate the same again and all these people who have lectured us about institutions and norms and their importance that won't even condemn the leak i mean they won't even do the caveat jen Saki won't just say oh it's it's bad this was leaked but it's a terrible opinion and we don't want to see it happen she won't do it. You know, she won't even condemn protesting in front of the, the houses of Supreme Court justices, which is a frank uh, intimidation tactic. Just obviously. And these people still I was flipping through the cable uh, before coming on here. And I, you know, for some reason, alighted on CNN for like three minutes. And they said I think they said like 30 times January 6th in those three minutes. They've never yeah. stopped about that. But th- this is this is also a ter- terrible thing. And they won't condemn it because they actually do want to see some of these justices hopefully intimidated and bullied off of this majority opinion. So it's, it's really a shameful thing. Rich, there's so many uh, angles to this, uh, this Roe versus Wade opinion draft. Of course, uh, from February, we'll learn uh, the real decision, whether or not they're going to overthrow it uh, in June or early, the, the least, at the very least, early July. But here's the thing. Here's what I'm worried about. I mean, we were cruising to a red wave. We really were. And we could, we should just focus and, and forget Donald Trump and, and 2020. Just focus on Biden's uh, failures, the, the, all the stupid 
culture war stuff, the transgender nonsense, all of that stuff. And then they throw, now we have this, we have abortion, which I'm afraid may impact the November 2020 elections uh, in, a, in a negative way for Republicans. How do you see that playing out? And uh, I don't know, are my fears warranted? Well, first of all, I mean, the court obviously doesn't, shouldn't think about politics. And this is something conservatives have been attempting to, to do for half a century is overturn Roe, which was a travesty from the beginning, and then get to the starting gate and actually being able to legislate about this issue again, which is the way it should work in a democratic republic. But, yeah, this is the best thing Democrats have to talk about is overturning Roe. Clearly, I mean, that's one of the reasons they were so intense about it over the last week. But it's better than inflation. It's better than the, the border. It's better than the supply chain crisis. It's better than crime. So it's better than pretty much anything else that people deeply care about. But I kind of doubt, you know, one, if the court actually overturns it after this leak, the blow, I think, will be uh, a bit cushioned. You know, everyone's sort of grown used to the idea. Right. And then it'll occur to people, which you don't get the sense of if you're just going off the media. You know, you're in you're in New York or California or Connecticut or any blue state. Nothing will change. Literally nothing will change. You know, the state right. gets to legislate and all the states will be uh, completely pro-choice. And then you'll have red states that where, you know, you have major restrictions or bans. And in those red states, that'll be popular. And then you'll have, you know, real fights in, in purple states. But it, it'll be some net marginal advantage to the, the Democrats. I just don't think it's going to change uh, everything else that people mm. Cares care about you know. I, but I still expect a huge wave. Yeah, Bill O'Reilly said the same thing on Thursday. He he doesn't expect this will change it either, and he also expects a huge red wave come November of 2022. And uh, doing their best to kind of take our eyes off the ball, Russia, Ukraine. I always have to preface by saying I don't like seeing people die, especially innocent people. I have to preface it by I shouldn't have to, but I have to. But I just don't care. My God, it's like month after month. And what Putin said today and what Zelensky said today, and Zelensky's at the Academy Awards, and Zelensky is going to ride Messi at next year's Kentucky Derby. I mean, God, enough already. Enough. You know, fight it out and let us know when it's over. Seriously, my God. Uh, well, it's, it's important, and it's, and it's newsworthy. This but why, why, why is it? Why is it? For the guy right now in Brooklyn, in Cheapshead Bay, who's working 9 yeah. to 5 and making $35,000 a year, has a second job because he can't pay his mortgage, why is this fight between Ukraine and Russia important? I don't see it. Well, first of all, I mean, there, there are tons of things that guy should care about more uh, and <laughs> right. as, as a first right. matter. There's no, there's no doubt, right? But... You know, if, if Putin were to succeed here, I think it would create um, much greater odds that, that he would be tempted into something else even more dangerous. You know, if he attacks a Baltic country, Baltic states are part of NATO, and then you got a choice. You have a war with NATO and Russia or not. Uh, and then there's just the sheer, sheer justice of it. You know, Ukraine, it's his own country. He should be able to govern itself and, and hold his territory. But the thing, you know, so I, I'm hawkish on this, as you guys know, but I've been shocked at these leaks. The last couple of days from Biden officials and defense officials telling the Russians explicitly what we've done to help kill their generals and sink their ships. I mean, that's just yeah. awful. Why are we doing it? You, you just provide the intelligence. I'm fine with that. Don't talk about it. Let the Russians wonder about it. Let the Russians think the Ukrainians are 10 feet tall. Why are we telling them explicitly that we're doing it? You know, and, and a further humiliation to Putin. I'm glad to see Putin you know, humiliated in Ukraine, but I don't want him to be so humiliated that he thinks he has to nuke something to get his way out of it. So this has been really irresponsible. And that's all because of their incompetence, which is why it, which it gives you something to worry about, the fact that they're 
really escalating. Uh, they they they're rushing. It's, it seems like they're rushing us into a confrontation with Putin. And by the way, Rich Lowry, I would posit that Putin has already lost. I mean, he, his his army has been exposed as a paper tiger. He couldn't even take a damn Ukraine. And so I don't think that, uh, based on that, that they're going to in, invade a, a NATO country, which would bring down the, uh, the, the all the wrath and the fury of the United States and, and Western Europe, Europe's military capabilities. I would just posit that, uh, that, that that's, that's an unwarranted fear, thinking that, oh, he may go ahead and invade, say, uh, you know, Latvia or whatever. I mean, uh, you want to respond to that? Yeah, no, I think that's right because because he he's he's been beaten back so far in Ukraine, and just strategically, it's been a disaster, as you say. His army has been exposed as uh, corrupt and incompetent. You know, the, the Finland uh, wants into NATO. Uh, European countries are talking about cutting off Russian oil and gas. Everyone's rearming. So it's had the exact opposite effect of what he intended. I, I just think we need to, to see it through and either get a, a settlement that's. Uh, uh, reasonable or or see Russia defeated and go home. Title 42 is about to uh, elapse on May 23rd. There seems to be a growing consensus that Joe Biden, uh, his administration, won't allow that to happen because uh, the border is such a mess that um, he's aware of that, by the way. What do you think happens after May 23rd? I, I think they got they got to find a way to, to delay, you know. And, and Fox has been covering this this a lot. They have a great reporter down the uh, border, this kid Bill Malugin. But they they have this big bore they flash up of every Democrat who's expressed concern about this, and it's getting just bigger and bigger. It's it's almost they got to pan the the camera now to to uh, account for all of them. So everyone knows it's going to be a disaster. It's not. It's sort of crazy that we're depending on a CDC edict to for, for the last measure of border security we have down there. But it is what it is. And if if they uh, uh, if they actually go through with it, it'll be a deluge. So I think they're going to find a way to to delay. But they never should have reversed all the Trump stuff, and then they wouldn't have to rely so much on Title Forty Two. No, that's so true. Rich Lowry, editor of the National Review on the Bernie and Sid Show. And uh, they seem to be taking a new tack through these uh, Biden people. Biden himself, I mean, he was the guy on uh, inauguration day. We got to come together. We got. We're all Americans. We got to unite. And then last week, of course, he said that uh, the MAGA crowd, a uh, half of the United States, was the most radical uh, political entity in the recent history of the United States. That would include the KKK. That would include, I would say, uh, the Nazi mm-hmm. Party back in the forties and the thirties. I mean, what is this tack that they're taking? You talk about hate and divisiveness. Uh, Joe Biden doing this, I mean, it had to be orchestrated and thought about. I don't think he ad-libbed this stuff. What do you think, Rich? I don't know about the thinking about it. You know, I think it's sort of a visceral contempt. And, you know, on the border, this is why they they reversed most of that stuff. So just because it was associated with Trump. And, you know, the things Trump did that I didn't like, that I thought were wrong, even at the border, you know, the child separation ended up being a really bad idea. That doesn't mean everything he did at the border was bad, but they weren't available. They weren't um, capable of rationally evaluating it, saying, OK, remain in Mexico, something entirely different. And that makes sense. If you're a bogus asylum seeker, we shouldn't let you in the country to stay forever. We should just adjudicate your your claim while you're in Mexico. So if it fails, which 80 percent of them do, you're still in Mexico and you're not in the United States and you go home. Right. <laughs> but they weren't yeah. capable of doing that because they they the, the hatred runs so deep. Wow. Hey, listen, uh, uh, the Yankees can't lose bad enough. I mean, uh, they just, they, I hope they lose every game by like 30 <laughs> runs. I just... <laughs> 
That's funny. <laughs> you Take were that, great. Rich. Yeah, you were great this you morning. Know, I, a lot I, of fun. I, I, I sort of uh, I got sucked into this dynamic with you. I, I hate the Penguins. Just to be clear, I'm not a Rangers guy because I'm a Caps fan. But uh, I, I have I hold hold no. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm not a big Penguins guy, so okay. I don't I don't wish the Rangers ill. <laughs> I think the whole Joe Nolan conversation got you all fired up. You couldn't help yourself. You were great. <laughs> really great job, Trey Rich. Thank you so much, buddy. Great job. My man Nolan. i got to come after you if you do that to my man Nolan again. <laughs> Rich Lowry, folks, every Monday morning at 740 and a great, great appearance this morning. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GobbleLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident.